You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us and we should treat them the same way with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Um, I want to let you know, though, I got some new tour dates that you can check out, and I'm grateful for them. Uh, February 2nd, I'll be in Jacksonville, Florida. The 3rd, St. Petersburg. Uh, the 5th, I'll be in Orlando. The 24th, I'll be in Lafayette, Indiana. The 25th, Rockford, Illinois, home of the Rockford Peaches. And that's America's team right there, female ball. February 26th, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, May 6th in Tulsa. May 7th in Los Angeles. Today's guest is a wonderful man. And um, and he is the number eight ranked UFC bantamweight uh, fighter. He's a fighting man and and a family man. He's a, he's a lot of types of man. And um, he is the pride of Ecuador. Uh, the country of Ecuador and of America as well. Uh, I'm very grateful for his time today. It is Mr. Marlon Cheeto Vera. For me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you. Dude, thanks for coming in, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah, bro, Appreciate you're so you. exciting, man. I feel like you're like one of the most exciting guys to be like, whenever I watch you, I almost feel like I need to go for a run or something because <laughs> I feel like my energy gets, just watching you, like my energy gets up, you know? I, I got pretty high energy, dude. Like, I, when I get to the catch for me, it's, it's not about just winning the fight. I want to, like, I'm a performer, you know? It's like a movie for me. I want to go in there and not just make it like, yeah, like you got in there and did enough to win. I want to take your head off clean. I don't want, and I train so hard for that. Like I don't I don't train for like, just get away with it. I train to like clean cut. Damn, boy. Damn, you want to take them down, huh? Like yeah. a lumberjack. I, I train, that's all I do, you know what I'm saying? Like so I feel like most fighters sometimes are, uh, they think they should work when they call them to fight. I train year round. That's my job. I don't. I don't have a second job. I used to have a, a second job when when I didn't make money, but now that this is my life, this is everything I do for a living. It's year round. Like I train Monday through Monday. There's no 
seasons because we don't have a season in the UFC. Like tomorrow right. they can tell me like, hey, the top the the from from five to number four, everybody's injured or everybody's book. I can fight for the belt next. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like uh, somebody can get COVID, somebody can get hurt, and they call the guy that is below next. So yeah. you gotta be ready. For me, it's like just being ready. Like my only job is to fight. Well, I'm ready to fight at any moment. Wow. Do um, you said you had a, another job at one point. What was that other job you had? Dude, it was some fucking awful job. Um, <laughs> it was it was like like kind of like work for the city hall. It was like a gover governmental stuff. Yeah. And like I chasing animals. Was it like animal catching or something? I wish, dude. That would be nice. My shit was like sitting on a boot and. It was like a window, and everybody brings papers, like legal stuff, mm -hmm. like a bunch of lawyers coming in and now people that put a, I don't know, let's see, you stole my car, you bring the paper saying that the the, the cop report, and my job was to take the paper and and put it in a specific folders like crime, I don't know, small small routine, crime, small crime, mysteries, it, stuff whatever, like that, whatever, from 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 something huge to, to something small. And my job was just to like grab a paper and put it in a folder. And these people was like, hey, it's been the third time. What the fuck? Like, is your phone? I'm like, bitch, my, I get paid like $300 a month. Like, my job is to grab the paper and put it in here. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you have an issue, go inside and go talk to, I don't know, to where the fuck lost here. Like, yeah, somebody. I'm nobody here. Yeah. And wow. My job was the shittiest job. I swear to God, I, I would rather clean the floors. Mm hmm than do that because every day somebody was mad because their 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 stuff wasn't being processed and they would tell me to fuck off or fuck you you don't do your I'm like I'm just a paper guy yeah. I just grab papers <laughs> and put it on and one and one day I snap and I use you did snap I and I, what happened on a man or woman the, uh, a guy yeah. I will never snap on a, on a lady well most of them yeah, I wouldn't but yeah. once in a while maybe I'm a know. lover yeah I'm like with the ladies all respect you know I can my, my dad teach me good manners but yeah this guy was like treating me like a piece of shit and yeah I, I guess he was like a like a, like a big time lawyer or whatever and I just when he dropped he just throw the papers and when he was leaving uh -huh. I was just like fuck you asshole and he walked around but he didn't knew I was a fighter. Know. Yeah. I, I, I was a guy trying to be in the UFC one day. And he came around like, what do you say? And I was like, I was just like, dude, you know, it's not, this is not your day. Trust me. Yeah. And then he just walked away basically saying, I will kick your ass. He wouldn't do shit. But then that guy was probably friends with somebody high in the, it's not a company, it's a, um, just business it's a building oh, in a building oh fancy yeah. people like rich people yeah, yeah I guess and then I get kicked I out it. in that moment well, you got kicked out but you didn't hit the guy no I, I wish I hit it because yeah. they, I was getting kicked out anyway so I was like <laughs> but when they when, when when they kicked me I was like thank god so I just no I just oh you were training. free I was free but there was no money right so I have to go back to my dad and basically hey I need some help like help me and then my dad was like okay I'm gonna help you this is the last year I helped you. I was like 19, but I, I was already married. I already have a daughter. So he's like, hey, wow. this is the last year I'm going to help you to, to get your fantasy UFC, whatever, your dream. But when this December, you're done with me. And then either you work for me, like not training, just work for me, or you find whatever to do with your life. And literally, my dad put me a day, like this December, you're done with me. And the UFC coming in November. Ooh. It was it was just meant to be. I, yeah. 
it's life when you do so much for something you will fucking get it no matter what yeah one of my friends used to say if he used to ask me he said have you ever worked really hard for something and not gotten it and the answer was no like if it's something i really really work for you get it you always get it it's impossible to if, if you don't get something if things if, if things don't go right in life it's because either you're not doing enough or you're doing it wrong oh there's no way you don't get there if you put everything to get there Preach. there will be obstacles there will be bad days there will be uh setbacks but if you keep on going and and you really want to make it happen it's just impossible not to happen facts wow that's powerful it, man it and, is well especially coming from a guy like you who's who who's put that to the test in his own life you know you've burned that candle and, and lit up your own future with uh with it you know um i heard you say on uh on joe rogan's that um there were times where you fought where you didn't even want them to pay you. Yes. Because you just wanted to get your name out there. A hundred percent. Was, is one of the, like, why do you think you fight? Like, I think some people fight for different reasons. This is just me, you yeah. know. No, some people true. fight, they want to be seen. Some people, they need to win. Some people need to prove something. Like, do you, do you know what it is inside of you that makes you? Yeah, I, I love crazy shit like uh when i was a little kid uh like for example let me start with this in in my family i would call them the normal people like my dad have a farm he worked the farm he figured out how to make money but regular guy he will work in anywhere to provide for the family right i saw that as a kid my mom see she she stay at home make sure the house is clean and nice make sure the kids me and my two my brother and my sister we good like just just normal just a family. Good mother. Sister and brother graduate, were in college, have normal jobs, you know. And but when I was a kid, I was just what trying to, to find you? my dad guns and play with them, or just jumping from breaking my arm. I was just looking for to do crazy shit. And when I was a little kid, I was a huge fan of like Rambo or Chuck Norris, and I was yeah. like, I wanna be like a Navy SEAL. I wanna be like a real badass. But <laughs> no offense to my country. You go to the military network, you're fucked. Really? Like, we don't even have guns out there. Like, we have, but... <laughs> what, they have more swords, maybe? Yeah, maybe a couple machetes. Yeah. Like, you know, we don't have the Navy SEALs, like, in here. Like, in here, you got, like, any, every single division, and they're all, like, real killers. It's in Ecuador, we have a small army. It's just different. It's, it's a third-world country. Yeah. So if I, I was smart enough to be like, okay, if I really want to do this... Not in my country. I love my country till death, but it's just not for me. The military. The military. Okay. So, I will. I will get in street fights all the time. Like you know, my cousins or my brother for fun will homeless kids. Like, hey, I give you a couple of bucks and you fight my brother. And for me, it was a game. We would get like it was a sparring. Did but you lose sometimes? Yeah, I get my ass kicked a thousand times. Did you ever fight any grown men, or it was just children? Um, most were my age. But you know they live in the street. They got more yeah. experience. They got more everything. I was yeah. a I was a kid from my mom would give him my, my the food in my mouth. Those kids have to hustle for real. Yeah, those kids they got a lot more like uh, hoof to mouth they got syndrome, more, a lot of disease and stuff. They got, I got they got a lot. They got a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they got a lot. And then I just like fighting, like, and when when I get to see pride, the UFC, and everything, I was like, well. That's gonna be my my life. I'm gonna become a fighter one day. Yeah, I heard you talking about that. Like whenever you first saw it, you're like, "Whoa, this is a real thing," and then yeah. it just beckoned you. But so, do you think you fight because 
you just you just like anarchy kind of do you like the Real. insanity of it do you i love i love all that i love the process i love the even yesterday when i was watching the fights live i was like i was watching and i was like this is fucking crazy like i'm an spectator to two fucking guys in a cage beating the shit of each other <laughs> for money and of course you know somebody want people want to be famous people want to advance in life you gonna you want to meet the cool people you you thought you will never met whatever it's insane it's like the gladiators like yeah, it's a cold it really is. two guys fighting till death and i'm pretty mean like i'm not i'm not in there just to like okay i want to be famous i want to fuck you up yeah outside the cage i will never get in a fight unless the the limits are like pushed too much but i'm not even thinking about it i'm training all the time is there fights like? Is there a fight that you've uh, that you've been in where you didn't? You still obviously wanted to, <clears throat> where you obviously wanted to win the fight, but the respect level was different against the guy you were fighting. So it kind of, it maybe wasn't the same type of like I'm gonna kill this guy as much as I just want to win this match. No, it's I got, I keep the same energy. Like I fought guys like Aldo, Frank Edgar, like yeah, 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 legends. You know, we, everybody respect them. For me, it doesn't matter if the guy talks shit, if the guy's a quiet guy. If they want to shake hands, it doesn't I, gotta, matter. I, I just keep it up. And I'm very honest. I'm not in there to shake hands and bow to each other. I'm like, yeah, the catch is locked. I'm going to make sure you're the one feeling bad afterwards. Wow. And I lost before. I, when I lose a fight, I, I can I cannot sleep for months because I, all I do is put everything to win. You know, it's an obsession. Like, the, because of everything that comes with it, like, it's the money to provide for the family my house like i'm not just fighting because it's cool right it's fucking right to fight you know the ufc is awesome celebrities come around like people like when i was a kid i would look up to now i'm friends with them is the whole entire yeah. circle is cool yeah but i like fighting it, that's your thing i like fighting do you think that some fighters there's they start to lose that focus do you think that there's guys that it starts to get too much about the ambiance i think that it's definitely gained a lot of track like there's a lot of i mean i was at i mean who was there last night i'm sure there were like i like for example in from myself like i mike Tyson was there Wow. Like we make eye contact and he kind of like say hi and I was like, fuck, that's a tiger of the universe <laughs> yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy oh, shit. Yeah, that's the devil's Doberman yeah. boy. I, I got 100%. Dog. I want to give him a hug, but he was walking fast. I was like, I I'm going to see him soon, but whatever. But like Johnny Knoxville was there. Yeah. That's a fucking lay into the. You kind of remind me of one of those guys in a weird because they have that same thing inside of them. When I was a kid and I used to, sh like, I used to cut my hair yesterday. It was like almost double as yours you've had a lot of styles bring up that photo nick can you bring <laughs> I, it up uh, can I, you bring uh, up that photo colin i sent you i just got like the, the people changing password for 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 different accounts <laughs> dude I, that's what you do with your hair i was you change that password to your brain like yesterday huh? i was like i was looking at the mirror and my wife was like don't car you look good like that it's not about looking good it's about being a new person. And I was like, you don't like to fuck a new guy every, every two weeks? And she was just laughing about it. <laughs> because I, I really changed my hair like every four or six months. Oh, you've had a lot of different styles. Do you have it, Colin? But going back to like what you say about Johnny Knoxville, Steve-O, everybody used to call me Steve-O when I was a kid. Really? Like she used to call me like Chito, like because I would do just dumb shit. Here you oh, go. Shit. This is definitely... 
That's you could lot. be a li- you could be like a criminal who goes on the run. You know, you're hiding from the FBI. You know, go, when I was a kid watching the guns like the guns movies from like New York and shit, I was like, oh, that's a good avenue for myself. <laughs> I can I I can be a great hitman. Yeah, yeah, a great See? hitman. That's why I know my wife likes me. He's a new guy every two months, <laughs> and I can make her laugh. So, yeah. Bro, that might be the funniest thing anybody's ever said on this podcast. That's so Check funny, dude. Oh, look, I believe you. Look cheated. at the guy at the top right. Who is that guy? That's a Jesus. Viking. That it's is a, a Viking. Dangerous Viking. This guy on the top left maybe is also maybe business he might be a businessman or like a rich grandson wealthy son of like a like rich a man like a spoiled little shit yes yes yeah i see that the guy in the middle on the left obviously is going to prison yeah he he, he was caught with some crack and some shit the guy on the right in the middle now that guy is a conquistador huh conquistador there you go yeah <laughs> dude this i'm surprised with this picture i never saw this one and the guy on the bottom is that you on the bottom right yeah that was before the aldo fight bro that was before short. jesus christ bro that was a long time ago <laughs> man that looks like it's from like the prehistoric times yeah i saw the the water turn into wine yeah right i saw i saw that like you're from the jungle, man. That's wild. And dude, I can tell you, there's like at least six or seven missing here. Oh, totally. I have, I have like fully shaved head, with and without beard. Well, even the one when you were on Ariel Helwani, you look like a, a guy just on a boat. You know, like a guy from like a um, you're like that fist hippie kind of. You know, like I'm you a got, hippie. You got, I'm a hippie. I'm yeah. not worried about like that's one another thing about me. I, I'm not worried about. The way I look, I go by feeling. Like it doesn't matter, like who who I'm gonna see or who I'm hanging out with. I don't change that. Like that's why I I told Joe I'm a, I'm a hippie. Have like, you what, always been like that? When I was a kid, I guess it's, it's different. Or, you can't really be a kid and be a hippie kind of. Of course, but I used to when I was a kid. I, I used to be like cowboy boots, blue jeans, jean shirt. But because I because you I were on a farm. a farm, your dad was on a farm. Yeah, yeah. Like I I I would be on a farm every week, and so for me it was like. That was the buy for me, and I love it. Like I, I still have cowboy boots. Like I like that, but you, it's kind of hard going surfing in the morning on cowboy boots. It's like yeah, I got them flip for barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't show up to the to the water with your homies and you're with jeans and boots. And we're like, bro, are yeah. you okay? You're like, good day, ocean. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's so. Wild. It's kind of it's hard to keep it up in Cali, but they're there. They're they're safe for me. Um. When you were watching last night, I'm, I know that that Stammen fight and the Nurmaga Madoff, that guy. That's a good fight. Yeah, and they say he's not related. They're related. Let somebody's lying. They're, these these guys are related. Yeah, you can't have... be the same name. Yeah, and coming into the UFC right there. No, they're they're cousins. Somebody's cousins. There's something. There's something. Somebody definitely has seen somebody naked in the family, you know? Yeah. Um, when you watch that fight, do you think that there was anything else that Cody could have done to give himself a chance? Or do you think that there was just... I seen because I'm I'm a I'm a fucking nerd. I'm watching I know all these guys. I I, I watched them fight the last couple of fights and Cody, I think he tried too hard to wrestle. Mm. But it's also I think like he don't it's not like you need to like to be hit, but you know, some guys get hit and they turn up. Like for example, Brandon Moreno, you can crack that motherfucker with a baseball bat and he will fire back at you. 
Corey Saman get cracked in the face and it's almost like he goes into panic mode. Like when he fought Jimmy Rivera, mm -hmm. he was doing well. And Jimmy Rivera landed a big right hand and he was like, oh shit, let me wrestle you. Oh. And then it's almost like fighting his energy, man. Like as soon as I crack you and you go like, fuck you, it's like, okay, let's, I'm in a real fight. But if you crack somebody and that person is like, you know what? Let's not do this. Right. You can feel the energy. Oh, and you can. Oh, 100%. I've been there many times and... I've been hit and I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm going to make your mom cry right now. Is it hard when you get hit? Say you take a good shot, right? It, and you've been pretty, I mean, you, dude, one thing that's amazing about you, you never, the only your only losses have been by decision. Yeah, thank that's God. That's unbelievable. But is it, I, I, I credit that to my work ethic. I credit that to the way I eat in and out of camp. I credit that to my recovery. I go to bed at 9.30, 10, like, Last night after the fight, it was like 11, and everybody was like, okay, time to party. Let's go to the club. I'm like, I'm not celebrating shit tonight. Right. Like, yeah, what, what I'm celebrating? I like, yeah. And even like, even me and Moreno share the same manager. They asked me, you want to come to after party? And win, loss, or draw. I like him. I respect him. I'm like, yeah, but we don't even train together. Like, I went with the fight with my coach. We went, we went straight back home, and I was like, on Sundays, I do long distance run, like 13 miles. So I was like, that's what I have to do tomorrow. And I set for it. But the reason I feel I don't get a stop or anything like that is just because of my consistency. And mentally, I know if I work like that, how somebody will just come and run through me. Mm. So I just keep the same work ethic and it pay the price. Roses are red, violets are blue. And you got to take care of your uh, pubic hair. On your body. You got to do it. Nobody's going to do it for you. Not at this age. And that's probably good. You know, it's almost unreal, though, that there's nowhere you can take your balls or your wanker into a shop and get them to tighten you up, G out, you know, get you ready for Christmas or get you ready for Valentine's. But love is around the corner. And if you want to look good, then you got to clean up your junk with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com slash Theo for the best tools to get your balls and cock ready and your body, get the hair off your body you don't want. They'll do it. Yep. Take care of your body. Your body looks starts looking nasty. You got to do it. God ain't going to come down and get you that fresh batch. It's your responsibility. Go to manscaped.com slash T-H-E-O for 20% off and free shipping. They got that refined cologne. They got the lawnmower 4.0. You might want to have your wife or somebody get it for you as a gift. Or you may get it for your wife if she's all haired out. Go to manscaped.com slash T-H-E-O for our exclusive offer. 20% off and free shipping. Support the podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. Are you mentally unwell? That's a question I ask myself probably 60, 70 times an hour. And sometimes the answer is no. Um, but you do your best, you fight back, you battle back. As we're learning in today's episode, you got to fight. You got to be a fighter. Better help can help you. If you're not doing good, if you don't, you know, if you haven't washed your body in a couple months, days or months, and if you haven't even touched your hair, you're afraid to look at yourself. You don't feel good. Your heart feels soiled like it should be wearing a diaper. Betterhelp.com. 
they have licensed therapists, mental health people that can be there for you and really, really help you. You know, they want you to get well and, and you want to get well. So this is the place uh, for those two possibilities to meet each other. Go to betterhelp.com slash T-H-E-O to be connected with a licensed professional therapist. It's secure. It can be private. Nobody has to know. You don't have to go to that small, weird building in your town. They've helped over 2 million people. Betterhelp.com slash T-H-E-O to get 10% off your first month. That's right, 10% off for this past weekend, listeners. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's interesting. It's almost like it feels like you're in the cage even when you're not in the cage. That's kind of the I energy. Live like that. I live like that, and I'm, I'm always thinking. I, I sort of got to wake up every morning thinking I'm going to have a tough fight coming up. I don't, I don't let none of this uh, cloud or every fight you get to get more known by the world. I don't let none of that come to me. Like, I enjoy it. It's cool. I make money. I, I, I get bigger fights. I get a recognition. I get to hang out with people I, I love. But fighters, I think it's the only sport. There's other ones, but I think it's the only one that you cannot fuck around. Mm. I know surfers that party, go hard. The next day, they win a hit. I know guys... I know soccer players, they're fucking oh, going they're crazy. crazy. Doing coke, doing Everything. whatever, partying, Hookers, party. the eating next day they go play, yogurt, they look fucking bad good. Bad diet, whatever, sugar. They look fucking great. Basketball, I don't know no one there, but I'm sure you can drink a little bit before the game. Oh, I think that a lot of those guys, I'm friends with Blake Griffin, and he said they had a guy on his team used to smoke cigarettes before the game, man. See? Fighting is too gnarly to fuck around. Fighting is too crazy. It's, you're in a cage. The energy is only one against one. Like, it's too much to risk. Is there an animal that you ever see that reminds you of you? Like a fight, like that reminds you of fighters or that like? I'm a monkey. Yeah. A crazy, <laughs> energetic monkey. You've always felt like that. Uh, my whole life. Oh, that's like, I, when I was a kid, I was really good uh, climbing trees. Like, I would love to get in the top of the mango trees and just chill there. I would like sit on. Like on the top of a of a route for like hours and you just chill there. Like, yeah, dude, the views of fuck. It's beautiful. Oh, do they have and they have? Do people? Do, is monkey like a food even in, in Ecuador? Or no, they no. Have, we, we just eat cows and fucking pork. We don't fucking around. We don't eat dogs. We don't eat nothing. Nothing wild. No, like if like if you go to the, I heard like a guy that used to work for me that they used to eat snakes, but fuck, I think that's just more for fun. In one town in Ecuador, they eat something called kui. Is it's basically sausage? a rat. Oh, it's rat? It's like, it looks like a rat to me. Damn. And Breaks I've been heart. in that town, and they're like, you want to I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh, it tastes delicious. I don't give a fuck. Right. A steak tastes delicious, too, and I, I'm sticking to that. <laughs> I I leave the kui aside. I don't fuck around there. Yeah, yeah. You never seen a uh, cow in a, in a dumpster, you know? So yeah. So that's the thing, you know? That's true, too. Um... What were we talking about? Oh, we're, so we were talking about that fight. Do you think that there was anything that Stamen could have done to get out, to get in a better situation there? I think when he hit the single, it was almost like he don't hit the single to take him down. It was more to don't get hit. And that's why probably it was just so easy to sink the choke. And let's be also honest, those Russian guys came pretty prepared. Uh, he, he, they're that, like a necktie, bro. This, they fucking this, this Nurmagomedov in specific have a really good spinning wheel kick. So like he hit him... He started the fight with two hard ones. Like the moment somebody do that to you, 
I saw he get hurt a little bit and he kind of like was like, fuck. You throw that to, to me, I'm in your face. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna try to take your head off right away because it's energy. Like if somebody hit you that hard and you kind of like don't do nothing about it, you let them get a step oh, you ahead. You let them get a step ahead. You know what I'm, it, so no, I do see what you're saying. Uh, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, like, uh, but I know what you're saying. Like, I always wonder, yeah, what the energy is like in there because we just see the fight, you know? It's energy. hard to get a, a, an idea of what that mano y mano like. It's a conditioning. Like, my do you coach. have to pretend? Sometimes do you have to almost, per, like you have to keep this force field up even if there's something that hurt? Do you have to like keep an energy right like, there? I'm saying that it's okay to be hurt. Like we're not invisible. We we got we're not made for fighting. But once you decide that you're gonna be your life, the moment you get hurt, God. you gotta either go for a walk. You gotta either step on the gas. But you cannot just try to avoid the fight because your opponent will notice He'll that. Know. It's you can't it's hide it. Like you can see the colors like 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 Mortal Kombat. You know when you get hit, it goes down. <sighs> it's almost like you can sense that and. Wow, I'm really good at least with that. I can I can tell when my opponent it's ready to die, like it's it's a hard fucking guy, or it's a guy that is kind of like you know what, you can take me out today. I'm gonna live another day. Wow, you do can tell that because you can be winning in a fight and the other guy land one, and then the guy that is winning kind of wobble. You can see how that thing shifts, like whoop, yeah. completely moves, and that's when you have to like even when you hurt, you you have to learn how to fight. The worst thing is when somebody gets hurt, they start swinging. I'm like, oh. protect yourself before you start swinging. Yeah, but uh, you know, not everybody got a got the brain pretty focused in the moment. Most people is fit, but how many people is actually training their minds to be ready? Ready, especially when they're in real turmoil, when they're really pained out. Yeah, like I've been hurt before. I've I've been hurt like in the head, in the body. I've been like somebody throw a low kick, and I feel my knees like completely dead and i'm like you gotta figure it out you gotta make sure you figure it out and you can only do that if you're prepared to be there like some people i see some people don't really train for a family like, what are you doing dude like, yeah go do something else right like, why get your ass kicked in front of the whole world just because you're a fucking lazy fuck who was the best fighter you ever trained with that didn't train that hard do you think because you've trained with some interesting cats man yeah i, I i've been i shared match with really high level people i think um all, all the good guys i train with they, they 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 all have a pretty sad mentality of like this is it for me like i'm not i'm not going to in and out after sparring like, right and honestly with me if you are a person that you're not trying to be on top of your game it's almost like i stop hanging out with you like oh. i don't i don't i don't do it in a mean way but i'm like if you're not willing to be better and, and out, leave the people around you, I'm just not interested in you. Like, I just literally... Cut, you just want to get better. I, I just want to get better. And everything in life, like, just be be a better person, be nice to people, be kind, you know. You can be a world champion, and if you treat like shit everybody, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. I don't want to be around that shit. Because it's like, even if I'm not like that, and I let you be like that, I'm part of it. So, in, mo in all senses, like, I just want to be around people that is happy and is just doing something to be better. Like that elevate, cause yeah, cause that is, that'll only elevate, elevate you. you. Wow. That's powerful. It's only elevates you. Like I don't, I don't want to waste my time. Like even if you are a, a famous person and you're, you're a piece of shit, I'm like, 
I don't want to be part of that. Yeah. This is not worth it. There's no reward in that. So for me, it's, it's more about that than anything else. When you look at like where you're at now with fighting and you look at um, your division, is there, is there a fight that kind of tempts you? Is there a fight like, I know people talk about Cruz, people talk about O'Malley, people talk about um, who's up there, Sandhagen's in your division, isn't he? Yes. Oh, I love Corey I think, too. I think uh, that was a fight to make. I get offered Sandhagen February 19th, really? main event, and it never happened. I definitely don't think he run away from the fight. He's a he's a solid fighter, but I think he's hurt or something like that. So he may need more time. He just had that big. He had a big fight against Jan. Didn't yeah, he? that yeah. was a great fight. That was a great fight. But maybe he needs surgery. I don't know. But when they offered me that, it didn't took me like a minute to say like you send the contract, and then that never happened. So. I don't want to waste time. I'm ready to go. Right. Do you feel like you get enough fights in, in, in? Yeah, I fight three three times a year normally. This past year I did twice. But when you get to the point like you're fighting like Edgar, Aldo, those guys, yeah. you're you can fight six times a year. You're fighting the top guys, you have to just wait for the top guys. Right. Because there's guys that they're not ranked. Like when I wasn't ranked. The guys in the top 10 don't want to fight me. There's no reward. Right. And I get it. It's a business. So I don't I don't cry about it in neither end, even when I when I was low or when I'm high. So now I just got to wait for a top 5 guy or something that that makes sense. And what fight is a what fight is still cuz I don't even know if there's any bantamweight fights on the docket right now, are there? No, not right now. Like I think um Dong is fighting Moraes, but they're below me anyway. Uh the only guys ahead of me is Mirab, Font, Sanhagen, Aldo, and Cruz. Yeah. And Cruz, he claimed like three, four times already. He's, he, you, you guys aren't going to fight, you don't think? Oh, they call me. They offer us to fight multiple times He's already. He's an interesting guy, isn't he? He's kind of like, um, he reminds me of like, uh, he almost reminds me of Tom Cruise, the actor. Because he like... He's had a great career, you know, he's had all these, he's had a really illustrious career, long career, and he's also this kind of like unique, mysterious kind of dude, you know? He, when I hear him talk, he sounds, he sounds too smart, like he tried to like say perfect things and be perfect and he take his time, but um, I don't know him personally, like we do the commentary, he does in English, I go in Spanish, so we cross paths often and I call him out all the time, but... I just keep it real. When I see him, I say, I say, what's up? You know, if he say, fuck you, then I guess we're fighting. Right. But he's not like that in any way. But Do you like, think he wants that fight? Maybe there's, because at at, for him at this point, it's kind of what does he want to do, really? For, honestly, a guy like that, I'm guessing he's just, he's just one big fight. Right. But, you know, he he's coming off a win. I'm coming off a win. I think makes sense. Because he's just, I think he's number, he's six or something like that. He's, yeah. not, he's not too high up there. But they offer us to fight three times already, and he just declined it. Mm. So when somebody declined it that much, I'm not, I'm not losing my time. Right, you can't keep calling it. Maybe it's just not what they want. No. Especially if maybe, yeah, you don't, sometimes you don't know, I guess, maybe what the fighter's plan is or what their path is. Yeah, that's why, like, I'm, I'm, I tell them, like, just, just send me the contract with anybody higher than me, and, and it's on. Like, it's yeah. either a striker or a wrestler, and I'm training everything, so I'm not worried about... As specific things. We had a question that came in here, right here. Um, here we go. You can see it that good, but you'll be able to see it enough, I think. 
Oh, we're gonna need the headphones for this. Yes, sir. Yeah. We can hear him for sure. What's up, Cheeto? Um, oh, and Theo. Cheeto, Theo. Theo, Cheeto? I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to ask this. That fight against Sean O'Malley. Every single time, I just keep talking. Uh, not talking, but hearing about it. And I have to keep talking about how, honestly, you won the fight. So, my question is... When are you going to get the belt? When are you going to go for the belt, to be honest? That's the real question. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, honestly, Cheeto, I'm a huge fan. Um, I think oh, you just kind of answered that, really, too. I think even just, like you were saying, the only... yeah, what, what would the path for you to get to the belt be like, I wonder? I, I believe at the moment, if I get a fight with somebody in the top five, I'm a fight away from there because either my fight with Aldo... Even if I lost that fight by decision, coming coming to the third round, he was pretty defeated. He was very tired, and after that, I get I get too cocky, I get too excited, and I pay the price of that. I went too hard, too fast. He took my back, and he held me there. So I will never sit down and it was and I'm putting excuses like, oh, he just hold me down. No, I'm right. I, it's your responsibility. I'm, yeah, I'm the idiot that couldn't get out. Yeah, and I put myself in that position. So. I, I used technique like a man and I definitely work on that. I've been um I took like six months working on don't get hold in that specific position and I, I believe I figured it out. Even when Frankie took my back, I was like out quick. So that was something that I'm glad I I, I fixed and an improvement, yeah. And after that Aldo went and kicks uh Font's ass. He he beat up Munoz pretty well. So that just put me in a good position because he couldn't do none of that to me against you, yeah. So that can set up set set us up for a rematch easily. I feel I can do a fight for title elimination with him, or I can just fight somebody like Merab that is a a, a tough wrestler. Uh, nobody can beat him lately. He can take you down and hold you down. So if I go in there and I just put him out, like simple because. No one called him out right. for, for reasons. He's not popular. He's boring, but he's effective. He wins. Right. He don't talk shit, but he wins. Right. So if I go in there and just clean cut, put him out, stomp him. Yeah. Okay. That, that That's how you, that's the crazy shit that you do. And people is like, fuck, this guy's real. Right. Because I'm not worried about anybody. It's not like, some fighters are like, they have a path to the title that is very well done. Like, okay, fight this guy. He's a heavy puncher. Okay, you clinch him. Okay, now you're fighting a good grappler. Don't go to the ground. Right. I'm willing to fight good or bad fights because I know one thing. If you're ready, you have a chance to put him out. You have a chance to get away with something. I'm not worried about the striker or the wrestler because I, I, I do it all. Do you ever, sometimes you're in there, do you ever forget that you, do you like kicking or punching more? That's one sometimes I'm always wondering, do you, these guys like to kick more or punch more? Do you ever forget that? We'll, we'll answer that first. Do you like to kick or punch more? I like both. Yeah. Like, I don't, like now that I'm with Parillo, um, he's a great boxer. I feel my punches are getting pretty crisp and that just helps my kicks to be better because if I can punch you, I can, like, some people have no punching and just kick, right? Yeah. But then when somebody put a good combo on them, they get clipped. So I feel like now that I, I I get my boxing, my base pretty good, I can kick better than before just because I fix little mechanics with him. And I feel like 
I'm very complete now. I feel like there are things like people who want to take me down now, which I train with one of the best people in the world in the ground anyway. So I'm, I'm not even, I'm just not worried. Right. Like I'm, and there are things like some people is very talented, but then you can get them tired. Good luck trying to get me tired. Like yeah. just good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's never happened. Huh? It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it, it, it's never happened before. It's never happened probably since you were born, man. I think. Yeah, because when, when yeah, I'm I'm a very active person. So I'm like, if you want to get me tired, I can guarantee you, you will get tired in the process. And it's just a mindset. Like, yeah, I'm I'm willing to get a heart attack. That's what I think when I'm running, when I'm sprinting, when I'm sparring. Like, I'm just pushing the pace. You're willing like, to have a heart attack uh, all the time. Uh, that's what I told myself when I'm doing Damn. a sprint, when I'm sparring. I'm a human. I feel the same shit you feel, but I can control that feeling. I can tell myself. It's okay to feel like that. I just make friends with with those demons and it's like, wow. I just keep them close. Because it, I can tell you all the crazy shit in the world. I can lie to you. I can right. tell you, fuck, that my dick is bigger four inches more than normal is. But I will never lie to myself. So right. you got to keep it real. I have the same feeling. My chest is burning. My legs are tired. My forearm are gas. But it's okay. It's just okay. I like that idea of making friends with those things, you know? You have to. Of keeping those demons close. I Yeah, I, when I get to the part where my heart's beating, I'm just like, damn, I might die. But you say, hey. I just say that it's cool to feel that and just keep going. Wow. What's going to happen? Heart, heart attack? That's not losing. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah. That's not losing. Nah, nah, that's just one round. It's when you break your leg. Right. I'm not saying I want that to happen to me. But if you kick somebody and your leg snapping twice, you're not getting, I did say TKO, but it's not like somebody. Right. It's not like somebody kicked your ass. Some Something really bad happened to you in the process. So when I'm throwing a kick or a punch, that's the mindset I have. I'm like, I'm going to break myself through you. Yeah. And it works pretty good. When you, um, when, when you were in the O'Malley fight, did you feel like at the end of that fight that he had given when you got him on the ground, you're on top of him. Did you feel like he'd given up at that point? Did it feel like that? Because obviously he was injured. Like he was injured. And that happened the same to uh, Sehuro. Happened to Chandler right, before. Yeah. So it happened to me, but in my arm. Like John Lineker punched like a truck. And he punched me in the elbow. And my arm went numb. It's this, like I'm not a doctor, but I think like this if a nerve get affected, and you start like panicking, your nervous system goes firing up. So I was just telling myself like, my arm was numb. Just take my time, just run around a little bit, yeah. clinch him, whatever, and my arm went back to normal. So I was just like, it is okay to have a, something like that. Right, to have that happen. We actually, Sean actually sent this question in, and Let's see I'm what not, say. is it okay if we play it? I don't want you oh, to feel yeah. like we have to. Oh, bro, come on. Okay, cool. Let me see what these dorks say. And look, he's literally, we just put it, he just sent it in through like the regular channel. He didn't send it to me. He just sent it I in. I believe that. Through the Dropbox. Let's see what he say. Cheetah, what up, bro? It's your friend, Chikashan. Uh, I'm just oh, wondering boy. if uh, you actually thought you won that one fight. Uh, let me know your thoughts. I will. Theo says he doesn't think it counted. Let me I know. I know. Theo said me I did not too. say that. It's cool. Like, yeah. That's another thing about me. I won't get offended by that shit. Like, oh, I didn't say, but I, I... I know you didn't. Okay, good. But if you were, if you told me right now, bro, I don't think you won the fight, I'm like, cool. No, I just, I was re-watching it the other day, and I was just, I don't know what it's like to be in a fight like that. Right. So I was wondering if, if I'm, 
you know, if I'm something happens to me where I feel impaired, right? Do I then get into a situation where I give where I'm just like it's I'm out. I'm gonna live to fight another day. Right. Or and then if you're in the ring with them, do you are you able to know that? You like, know? When when I when the fight started and I started walking towards him, like most guys kind of like run away from him. He's rangy and he can be clowny. He can like I dye my hair colorful many times too. We look funky. And yeah. people sometimes are like because you have pink in your hair, you're not tough or something that's your looks like and most people think he wrote, he's not training he's fucking around he's just another fighter doing his job doing whatever right people get fooled by the way we act if you hear all the ah. shit I say sometimes you would think I'm not this person but it's just the, it's the way I'm talking shit 99% of the day yeah and most of the time I don't mean none of that I'm just talking shit right people get fooled by that like when I was when I was fighting him and he was talking, I don't had one day that I sit down and pay attention to anything. I was right. like, I'm gonna fucking see in the cage, bro. <laughs> yeah. And I am the type of person that let's see he pop up right now, and he say something I don't like. I'm not sitting down. I'm gonna fucking go and throw at him. Yeah. Like right away. Yeah. I I don't have those issues. So that's why this shit talking or promos. It don't give me or take nothing away from me. Right, it's and, just normal. And Sean's a real master of communicate. He's a, he's a great like. Uh, he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. Like, he's a great character. Him. He's a great character. Good for him. Um, like I'm not and fighter. And he's a great. He and he's a great fight. fighter. He can. He can fight. Did but yeah. Did you feel like you won at the end? Did that you, was it, yeah. I I wasn't mad or bugged about the way it went. I kicked him in the leg. He should give up. That wasn't an injury on his ankle. That wasn't the same thing that happened when he fought Sukunta, which. Sukanta, if your fucking opponent have a broken foot, why you take him down, bro? Yeah. Like, why you don't let him stand him up and just kick his ass? But that's also what they call being a little smart in a fight. Like, if my opponent break his feet, why you take him down? You're making him a favor. Right. Like, just, just, just let him yeah. walk where, and the referee will stop it. When I was walking him down, I felt his energy. He don't, he don't like pressure. And most guys want to go too crazy at him i took my time yeah like he throw punches but i saw them coming he's very he's very sharp with his hands but if you're calm and, and cool you can see them coming you know i don't close my eyes in there well i don't think you close your eyes to anything in the world it doesn't seem like um do but, you have they pitched you that fight again yeah they offered me to fight him uh when he fought in the mcgregor car Oh yeah, I was at that fight. Oh, against that the the green hair boy. Yeah, the green hair boy. Man, no, never that, fought again. Wow. Well, yeah, that guy. He's still getting hit somewhere. That guy took a lot of hits. Didn't yeah, he? he can take punches in the face. Yeah, but <laughs> that also say, like, if you punch somebody that many times, you don't punch it that hard. Right. He he. he O'Malley's is nappy. Uh, I give him that. But if you punch somebody that many times. That's a good point, huh? Yeah, bro. That guy, guy, he punched him as many times as you could punch somebody. I don't think you could punch somebody any more times. I don't, no. Even if you knew somebody their whole life and you didn't like them, I don't think you could punch them no. that many times. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. That was awful. That, that was an awful fight. I'm like, <laughs> like, what type of competition is that? And I think that's also why people talk shit on him, which I don't give a fuck what people say or not about him. But going back, I think I won. Yeah. Um, I was happy with it. 
but I also live it in the past. I don't live off that shit. Right. I don't give a shit who he is or what he does for a living. I move on. They call me in last last year. You wanna fight him in July? I was like, this is what it this is what I did. And this is what my coach advised. It was a good point. He's like, Chito, you know you fight anybody. Like no problem. Tell the UFC to call him first and see what happened. They never call again. Mm. So and do you feel like um do you feel like there's anybody else in that that's go- like do you ever feel like like because you kind of came in as Cejudo was kind of leaving out right like yeah do you ever wish that you that that would be a cool fight is there anybody that's kind of like that was right before your time or somebody that you're like man that would have been so mm, not really not really like I don't you just kind of live in the present sort of yeah like I'm not thinking like I wish sometimes I wish I got to met guys that retired things like that in other weight classes but people that I could fight I don't I don't really give a fuck like Favor at some point was trying to fight me and then kind of like Uriah yeah because you guys fought a few times right three couple times no y'all never fought I I fought uh, his guy I fought one of his guys but he at some point he was like I want to make a comeback and fight you who did he fight a few times Cruz now yeah Cruz they fought three yeah. times didn't they now yeah yeah he lost the first one and uh, he won the first one and, and lost, he lost the second two yeah one was in LA when Rocco fought Bispin and their one was with the yeah. green muscle fight with, with the, the 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 second fight was in the in the UFC with the green muscle firing cage um yeah that's uh Uriah has the fuck it that dude is his hands are so crazy um yeah he broke both of his hands against Mike Brown in uh, WC Dude, his hands are so big. His hands, is, is they, 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 they're like the biggest thing I've ever seen. You almost got to use two hands to yeah, shake Yeah, but it's also four feet tall, so yeah. his hands are going to look bigger. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm maybe, saying? Maybe it's proportional. <laughs> he's got some real mitts on him, though. Yeah, no, He can play catcher without a freaking, without a mitt, man. He's got some real mitts on him. Um, yeah, so I guess it's kind of interesting because it's like in your division, it's like how do you, because there's not even any fights coming up, so do you feel like you're going to have to sit and wait? Do you feel like you're going to have to fight somebody that's lower ranked than you? Or what do you think you're going to have to do? Because there's not even any, I don't think in the next four or five cards, there's even a Bantamweight fight on the uh, on the horizons. No, it's just the, it's just Jam fighting a Starling in April, I believe, in, yeah. in Florida. And then that's about it. I've been, I, I saw Sean last night and I was like, hey man, I want to fucking, I know everybody break your balls. Before I ask you for anything, let me say hi, shake his hand, give him a hug. I was like, "Did you have a date?" And don't give me, don't give me a name. He's like, "You fighting soon?" I'm like, "Cool." Wow. That's all I need to know, because everybody wanna fucking bug his ass. Like, just right. like baby motor. What is this? Like, I don't have time for fucking cry to nobody. I'm like, "Hey, just, just say a date." He's like, "You fighting soon?" I'm like, wow. "Cool, we cool." Um. When you like, what would you have think of been if you hadn't have been a fighter? When you think back on it, like, what do you really? Because you, if you were working in that place doing the papers, right? That's a pretty. I will. I tell you this right now. I will never have a, a shitty job like that. I will have something cooler like that. I w- I wouldn't mind being a farmer, dude. Like the daily work. The fastest building. farmer. You would be the yeah. fastest fucking farmer. I would be Bro. jagged too. Oh, yeah, yeah, your work would be done. I could see like the ox would be out there, and you would be out there next to him. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I could work with my dad. That would be easy. But I just like I I I, I oh when I was a kid I always thought like whatever whatever I end doing 
I'm just gonna do it cool and be good at it. Like I just, I always have good energy. Like I feel like whatever I, I have to do, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna just do it right. All right, guys. You know, there's only four teams left in the NFL playoffs right now. Four teams, and Jesus, who thought they'd be some of these teams? I didn't. You know, I never expected some of this. I can't even believe some of these cities have teams, but they do. There's four teams left, and DraftKings Sportsbook wants to give you an opportunity. They're the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Super Bowl 56 is on the horizon. New customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. That's a big upswing. That's that money maker. You bet just 5 next thing you know, down. You could take your family somewhere, take them to a uh take the kids to a carousel, get them a chocolate. If you're not a new customer, you can experience the conference championships with same game parlays. So if you're not new, there's still an option. You can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. That's what I like doing. You know, pick this. You know, Jerry isn't gonna wear his shoes, so that's you know, $70 if it happens. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code T-H-E-O and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code T-H-E-O for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. And $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Does something start to pop in your head? Sometimes I notice as I get older, like something kind of comes in my head like, oh, this might be a peaceful thing to do later down the line. Do you start thinking about that like after fighting? I mean, you, I, yeah. feel, I feel like you still have a long career. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just 29, so... There's for sure like I have at least five years that I can make myself. It's a lot of fights. I can make myself um, put in a good legacy, make history, and just keep kicking ass. But I think about it sometimes like what you want for afterwards, and I'm like, you know, probably I'm gonna start collecting businesses, whatever. Me and my wife, we thought about it. We want to like at some point we want to open like a like a small cute coffee shop. Oh, that's Let's cool. Make it all pretty. Put some art around, sell some 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 accessories, whatever. Cool. We we live in college, so there's a bunch of cool coffee shops, and uh, we've been thinking for years. Like maybe one day we just open up one and we just chill. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'm. Or, or you never know. Did you win a fight and then somebody call you for a movie? Somebody call you for a something crazy. With life, you you never know. I always tell myself, just just keep being you. Keep doing cool shit and things will come up your way. So I'm not I'm not really too worried about it. Like I th- I feel some people is too worried about where where they want to go. Wow. And they they're not focusing right now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's me. You're talking to that guy. So, really? Yeah. A lot of times, yeah, I just get caught like in just worrying a lot. Uh, that's why it's really nice to be around you because just like it's inspiring, man, to like be seem so to meet someone who seems so comfortable in the space that they're in. Uh, it's in, it's 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 inspiring i think it's a, i and i get this from you know there's a lot of people around like 
Joe Rogan is a perfect example. Like, I've been listening to him since before I moved to the U.S., and that's like wow. seven years ago. And, you know, seven years ago, he wasn't the fucking guy that he's now, yeah. but he he always talk about it, the, you know, it's, it's almost when your boxing coach told you back to basic, work in the job, the job cross. In life, it's also the same thing. Like, you can be desperate for what's coming, or you can be like thinking like, oh, I want to be this, I want to be this. Yes, we got it. We all want to do something in life, unless you're a fucking lazy piece of shit. Right. <laughs> but, but if you're really putting your energy in something, it's just, you know, get the lessons from the past and fucking enjoy today. Because most mo most people or some people, they don't have a tomorrow. You know, they're sick with cancer. They lost everything. We don't know. So I always tell myself, if I if I have if I'm alive, I have a chance. Yeah. And then it's weird. Like I think that mentality definitely was what took me here. But even when I was a kid and I was having a problem or an issue or I wasn't getting something done, I used to tell myself, there's always a way. There's always a chance. Just figure it out. Like when you do you miss being a child? You talk about being a kid a lot. I, I talk about being a kid a lot on on, on this show. Uh do you miss it? Like, do you think it was fun? Like, do you have a lot of great memories from being a kid? I have, yeah, I do have great memories. I don't, but I don't want to be back. I remember when I used, I, I was in high school and I was like, fuck this shit. I hate to be sitting here to listen to a fucking person to tell me two plus two is four. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck and then, a teacher. And then know? everybody was like, bro, when, when high school is done, you're going to miss it so much. The day... I graduated from high school. I say, fuck you. And until today, I'm like, I don't want to go back to that. Oh, I was just not made to be sitting down and learning a fucking equation. Yeah. Which, that thing will do nothing for you. Like, they don't teach nothing in a school. Not for you. Not for a guy like you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, specific. I don't want to talk to normal people. But but yeah, I had to do... Uh, dude, I remember doing steroids to do math. I always do steroids, <laughs> bro. I'm not even joking. We used to do steroids just to do, you know, and I would do math real good that year. And um, But it's just like, it just wasn't for me. Like, I was like, teach me something about life. Like, teach me how to handle what's out there in the jungle. Like, Right. Like this fucking equation is not these these notebooks are not gonna take me out of problems. Like oh yeah, I don't see when I look at you. I I don't think I think and if I see a book and I see a jungle, you're yeah you're like the jungle. You're the guy looking at the kid looking out the window, being like, I want to take on the jungle. Most people don't think that way. Yeah, well that's true too. But they but, don't. But in any scenario in life, in any profession you pick, you can keep the energy of like, don't get desperate of on the goal. Right. Be, be on the uh, process. Take care of the process. Like right. it's all about the process. Like if you do the process wrong, the recipe, whatever, the end will be bad. The taste of the food will be bad. Your whatever your your goal was, you won't you won't get it done just because you were you were thinking in something else. Yeah. Like you cannot be thinking on, on the finish line if you're not doing nothing in the start line. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, huh? Did y'all have Halloween growing up over there? Did you guys have Halloween? Yeah, we don't. It's not as hardcore as the U.S. Like, you know, every house is packed. We got the. We definitely got the a Halloween party, uh -huh. but we don't have like the whole city giving candy to be. We got some, you know, some places uh -huh. that some um, communities that does it, but it's not like the U.S. Like, 
is is almost like Christmas. Did they have what's like a unique Ecuador holiday that they have that we don't have? Is there something kind of well, cool? New Year's and Christmas for us? It's a full-on party. Really? It's like music, whiskey, and good food. Oh, yeah. It's full-on party. Like Christmas for and Christmas, Christmas for us is we open the presents on the twenty-fourth nighttime when everybody's drunk. The twenty-fifth is just play with the toys you already open, and mom and dad is hungover. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little different there, but it's fun. Dude. The food is great. Similar food, just with a different, little different stuff. Like, you know, the turkey, everything, but great food. Do you miss it? Do you miss Ecuador a lot? Do you I, have... I love Ecuador, dude. Like, I haven't been able to go since 2019 wow. because of COVID. I was going after each fight to do either a commercial or picture for a brand, whatever. Because of COVID, it's just, you know, we haven't been able to go back. Was it awesome to see that guy last night, Morales, I think is yeah, his name? Yeah, uh, Michael Morales. Michael Morales, he's, wow. Dude, he's an athlete, dude. He yeah. That, like he went and just threw a hate maker. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. He's a welter, he's a big boy. But he's twenty two years old. Like I remember when I made it to the UFC at twenty one. So I cannot I can I can relate any mind how he feels and he's, you feel like you're on top of the world. We came from a small country and I'm in the UFC since twenty fourteen. Yeah. Twenty twenty two we got the second one. So it's been a long time. Wow. So but that kid, whatever he's doing, keep it up because he's doing well. Did he reach out to you for any suggestions? or um, you... He's, before the UFC, uh, I think kind of like he, the the person, now we have the same manager, but like okay. the manager, whatever he have in Ecuador or his team, they were like tagging me every day on Sunday oh, with him. trying to get you to see him. And I was like, I know who he is, right. but there's nothing I can do. Like, <laughs> right, like right, what right. you want me to do? Like, it don't work like that, but people sometimes don't know, right? right. Like, yeah, they I'm don't like, know. They don't yeah. know. I'm like, why you want me to call Dane and he fights next week? It don't work like that. Right. But I, the only thing I say is like, just keep it up. Like, if you if you're doing right by yourself, you you will get there. And what I've been saying since four three years ago is like, if you want to be in the UFC, we don't have the sources in Ecuador. We don't have the teammates. We don't have a solid team. So. Once you figure it out and you win like three fights, get the fuck out. Wow. Go if you don't have a visa, go to Brazil or go to Mexico. He went to Mexico with Brandon. And there's like four other Ecuadorians within Brandon's team. I'm like, finally. I remember people will talk shit like what the fuck? You say Ecuador suck. I'm not saying that. But we don't have nothing there for us. You don't have the infrastructure. They don't even really have it. We don't have it. Do they we, have gyms now? MMA gyms? It's get they have to be getting a little bit better, yeah. This is the thing. We have good wrestling, we have good boxing, we have pretty good jiu-jitsu. Like it, after Brazil, it's Ecuador in South America in jiu-jitsu. Put it together. Good luck doing that. Right. It's just it's a it's a different game. Like I can be Jiu-Jitsu world champion and I still getting chucked down in the UFC. It yeah. happened to Rodolfo Vieira. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to put it together. So if you're a good wrestler and you have a couple of MMA fights, migrate. Go go and train with real fighters. We don't have that. And it's not like I'm happy that what I say works, but all of the guys that left... Right, they're doing well. One already made it, and there's there's a pair of twins that they're fucking good. That, that This kid, I don't know him. Like I see him last night. I say, I say good luck, blah, blah, blah. But I don't, I don't know him personally. The other 
the twin kids, they trained with me before I left Ecuador. I know them and they're close to make it. So I'm like, if you are, if you left the country and you make it, now, now I don't say fuck you. Right. You were saying Ecuador. Now, now at least say like, oh man, I think you were right. Well, and also we're talking about Ecuador. It's like the only way to get people to talk about where you're from, if it's not extremely popular, is to get to a place where people can see you talking about that place. Right. You know, it's like, like yeah, sometimes people are like loyal to their town to a fault. You know, it's you like you can do that. Yeah. Because it, it will only take you to failure. Like, like you cannot sacrifice your whole life just because you say my country is better than yours like right i'm in the u.s like things will never change i walk up to m with my flag all the time even when they say it's fighting out it doesn't say it's fighting out of california it still said those small details will be there forever right but i wouldn't be kicking frankie Edgar in the face turning in ecuador right i can guarantee you that we got another question or two that came in here let's bring up something good here um I think we just oh my hair wasn't like that what's up <laughs> theo what's up chino in anticipation for tonight what was your favorite moment from ufc 271 gang 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 baby and i think he means 270 probably yeah you're in the future bro yeah uh, <laughs> is, that, is, is that was through dmt or mushrooms <laughs> like 271 who's the He's not even announced. That, look, that guy was there, apparently. It was a fucking good time. Fuck. I wish we should FaceTime him and be like, who was the Benny Ben in that car? <laughs> well, from but but I can tell you my favorite moment from last night to 70. I definitely think when Moreno walked out, that fucking arena turned. Dude, I've been in many UFCs, and last night when he walked out, it was like I felt I was in Tijuana. Yeah. I was like, fuck this is a lot of fucking mexicanos here i was like this is great like you can feel like sometimes people make noise but it almost feels like when mcgregor woke out you know mcgregor yeah. is just when he woke out it's huge so it feels like pretty dense that was one thing people love him it, and it's just you know it's like people love him and i mean yeah, Mexican people don't get enough credit in this country. Man. Mexican people keep this country they keep this go like, going. And who, bro? Every day, people should start the morning by just applauding Mexican people, bro. I don't know. I do not know. I don't know what would be going on if there weren't for Mexican people. Dude, and that is probably pretty up there. And also, this country is made by immigrants. Yeah. It's yeah, people forget that over time. You forget that it's they always do. been that way. It's always been that way. Yeah, like Joe talks about, like his family came from Italy, like or or the stuff like that. Like this country is 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 is, is a mix of goods. It's, yeah, my father came from Nicaragua actually in uh twenty no nineteen ten. My dad shit. was really old when I was born, but he came here in nineteen ten or That's, no in nineteen twenty two he came here, but he was born in nineteen ten. But he came from Central America here. See, it's all uh, yeah. The whole it's always been that way. But that's that's why that's why they say America. Yeah, it's not the USA. It's America is the fucking continent. Like South America, Central America. Like this country's it, it got a little bit of the best of everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, and look, and it's got opportunity. You know, it it just has opportunity. Um, and I'm people not. will come from anywhere to get it. What was there another great moment from that that you enjoyed from last night? Last night, 
Fog. Bro. Yeah, what do you think of that of that of the I'm thinking of the Moreno the outcome? I is I hate when I know the guys because I want them to win and the fight was so close. I think I think they could give it to him, but also um what's his name? Figueredo was being smart on don't throw first because he will be countered pretty easy. So he was almost waiting uh. for big shots. And there was two different rounds, if I'm not wrong. He touched him and Moreno went down. I think one of them wasn't a real... Yeah, one one was a real knockdown when he put the choke and 10 seconds left. That choke was yeah. fully sink. So that was a little scary. Was he saved by the bell, you think, there? Maybe? I We have to say yes because he was... Like he could scramble out, but it was fully on. And then he ran out of time. So that was a, a good thing for Moreno. But then there was one that he get touched with a jab and he went to the ground, but it was more like out balance. But we don't know that. It can right. be a real knockdown. And then I think the referee, I think it was three to two maybe because of that. But Moreno put more. And since I was there, I saw... Uh, Figueredo pretty hurt more than once like almost ready to go down but I, I just feel like Moreno was being very patient like if you if you were to step in the gas I think he could finish him mm. and do you think that's something that you learn as a fighter if you're in there like not to like to be careful of your counter punches like sometimes you, you learn like oh when I counter or when I punch first they're countering better like especially the last fight like like um, Figueredo came pretty strong and Moreno just counter him until he just took him down and finished him. And this time he he wasn't that aggressive. He was waiting more for Moreno. Mm. And those low kicks also yeah, were pretty heavy. heavy. Were it was pretty an heavy. exciting fight. Man. It was a great and that fight. that last 20 seconds where they just said, let's go. They went Max Holloway, Ricardo <laughs> Lamas. They point to the ground and say, fuck you. It was a great fight, dude. It was a great fight. The whole crowd was booing heavy. So... If you if it will be a clean decision, there I don't think the crowd will will boo that bad. I I felt like the, I felt like if it was a t I felt like they may, should maybe just made it a draw. Exactly, like they make the first time, like a draw would be great. But being a judge is a shitty job. I I, I know they sometimes like they make oh like that wasn't like that could go to Moreno, but sometimes they make some decisions that you like which fight you were looking like yeah. Like that, but like the whole world gets crazy on it. Yeah. And but being a judge is a cheaty job. And none of those guys are martial artists. None of those guys have a full background. That's crazy, isn't like, it? Most of the uh, there's one referee, the one judge that I got to talk to him, and I ask him like like where you came from, like like right. what you know about MMA. He's like, yeah. I'm a boxing referee. I'm like. Oh, you're fucked then. Who isn't a boxing referee? Yeah, I'm like so. Everybody is. Yeah, like you have to separate. Yeah. No headbutts. Yeah. And I guess no, no <laughs> dick punches. <laughs> and then no clinching, of course. But, but that's just like crime. Like I feel like if you go on trial for murder or something, the people in the box should all be murderers. You know, the the jury. Because yeah. at least then they're gonna be able to be like, oh yeah, he did it or didn't. If you're getting somebody that works at a bakery or something, they don't fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, yeah. Yeah, the way law works too, it's crazy, dude. Like, like it's just thinking about like, it's just random people yeah. saying mm, innocent. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah, what the crazy. fuck is going on? Like, 
they're working like the judges but better is better on putting that fake hair that they used back in the day and make a movie about it yeah bro it is crazy the system seems a little crazy but i don't know what else we would do maybe let a machine do it you know yeah well elon musk can figure that out yeah maybe he will like you put it your tom princess yeah. guilty and then you get your your head chopped <laughs> You know, some guys would be scared to put that thumb on. I there. know. Even that the, the the lie detector, that thing don't work. That thing looks horrible. It looks so rickety, huh? It, goes like, it looks like it wouldn't even start your car, you know? I'm like, this thing looks like a piece of shit, you know. Right. The season is pretty fucked up, the way things work. But somebody had one in our neighborhood growing up, had a lie detector test and then we were always using it and shit. And it did. It didn't do shit. It didn't work. No, people would be like, "I remember asking." They would ask one of the kid, "Like, are you smart?" And he said, "Yes, I'm smart." And we're all like, "That dude's a fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> that thing doesn't work. I man. think. I think we can use that on O'Malley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. Is it interesting that the guys like uh, Sean create such a? Um, do you get? Is it hard not to try and become that kind of energy? I notice it in my own world. Like I notice some guys have bigger personalities. So sometimes I'm like, do I need to get a bigger personality? Um, is it? Does it get tempting to try and? Uh, well, for me, it's like it, I think also is where you are in life. Like I, I get to the UFC with a wife and a kid. Right. Now I have a wife, a wife and three kids. So. I don't have time to go home and play video games for five because I got a personality. I can talk to anybody. I can, you can switch up with one of those guys and we can have a cool conversation. I can talk shit. I can say funny, funky shit. But when I get home, I want to play a little basketball with my son. I want to take my daughters to get an ice cream. I, I need to take my wife somewhere. So I don't got the time. I don't got time to twitch. Right. I don't have time to, to do all the shit. Right, so yeah, it's just a different. It's, it's different. I'm using a different place in my life. Yeah, like if I would be a single guy, I would probably be doing every single thing I can do because I can feel like let's see, a couple months ago, my wife took the kids to Palm Springs for for two days with my mother-in-law, and I was like, holy shit! I didn't knew that they got so many hours. Wow! I would I would come back home and sit down for six hours and be like, what the fuck? I'm not used <laughs> to this. I don't even feel good about it, wow. even if I have time to rest, because I got we got a full schedule. Drop yeah. the kids in high in, in high school in the school, go to the gym, come back, pick. She go pick up one, I go pick up the other. Go to my second practice of the day, put them to bed. Go to bed around nine ten, wake up, run early morning, drop somebody in the school. So it keeps going. You it have, keeps yeah, going. That's your world. But like guys that don't have the responsibilities that. Yeah, they can they can open what they can do. Like right. that's that's why I put everything into training to win fights. Uh, I don't got time to be a comedian or an actor, and I know I'm a funny person. I know I can talk shit. Yeah, I know I can crack some jokes, but there is just not the time. You know? I could see down the line. I could see you doing it afterwards, though. Maybe getting into like commentating or something. You know? Yeah, and I do the commentary already. Yeah, I do it for Spanish. Oh, that's cool, man. I've been doing it for like five that. years. Oh wow, that's so, amazing. So like. I can. I know I can do more shit. At the moment, this is what it's one goal: be right. a world champion and just kick ass. There's, I a friend of mine used to used to say always like you cannot read three books in one day, so pick one, learn from it, and then move into another. Mm. So like, I'm just I'm just busy. 
Damn, man. Yeah. Well, this has been quite the novella, man. I'm trying to think if there's any other uh, any other question that came on, Colin, you want to throw up? Oh, I like that shirt. Oh, yeah, this guy. Hey, como están? Chito, buen día. Theo, what the fuck is going on, bro? Igual, papa. Um, my question for uh, Chito is, ¿cuál es la pelea que más te dio orgullo por ganar y representar los colores de Ecuador? Theo, you should probably already know Spanish from that one uh, friend that you had back in school. So, Yang, baby. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that Spanish question, man. What did he ask you? Yeah, him? he asked me, like, what's the fight that make me the most proud? I, or like, or my, I, I guess my biggest fight. I think when I went to London and fought Brad Pickett in 10 days notice was pretty huge for my life. Yeah. Just because how everything was planned out. I was coming off elbow surgery. I was fat. I was, I would call depressed. I wasn't able to show up to the gym in the in the past eight weeks. I had really couple grants in the bank account. I, 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 I it was the first time. It was when we just moved from Necor with my family because I came for a year alone, train, win a fight, have some money to flew my whole family, and then. I, I brought my family in, got the elbow surgery, and then I was sitting down on my couch for like seven weeks. There's nothing. If you have a, a elbow this big, yeah, there's nothing you can do. So the yeah. moment the doctor cleared me to start uh, to start running and basically lifting, but just from my waist down, I was I was running every day, but not not long distance. I was running hills to get my heart rate higher. I basically become a Cameron Haynes for like four weeks. Yeah. And then I was squatting as much as I can. And I wasn't in fighting shape, but I was in survival shape. I was like, I was I was doing every day something really hard with my legs. And then I was like, fuck, my bank account is drained. I don't got nothing. Back then, so you had to take it? No, a thousand percent. So my manager called me, he's like, hey, bro, like, uh, some Mexican guy got hurt. It's Brad Picker retirement <laughs> fight. And I was like, bro, send the fucking contract. Like, tomorrow. Like, Dang now. So, I was, w and I was heavy because I I wasn't doing nothing. So, I was like wearing like close to 160. And then they told me 135, you have to make the way. I'm like, I die making the way if I have to. So, we flew to London. And I, I was basically that, eating one egg couple of asparagus and three gallons of water. Oh my gosh, man. That was it. And then back then I didn't have the nutrition I have right now. Back then it was just the coaches, my manager, and we we're like just trying to figure it out. I was like, uh, what should I eat? Mm, order the neck yeah. with asparagus. I was Egg like, again. okay, cool. And then we started the weight cut. I dropped like close to 18 pounds. I was dead. Damn. I was dead, but I was broke. So I knew I have to do it. And then I get to 140 and I was like, they asked me, how are you? And I'm like, let's just keep going. And then we got a call, hey, Brad says, okay, 140, because he don't want you to pull out if you pass out and then he's not fighting his retirement fight. Oh, so they met you at 140 We then. met at 140. And I was like, cool, fuck it. Dude, walking to the cage, I was angry. I was like a madman. I was like, I'm gonna kill this guy. Like, And could you smell people eating stuff in the stands or not? A little bit. Yeah. 
Like they were saying, they were saying, "Fuck you, yeah. you, you, you will die." But it was just like Brazil, but in London. Yeah, <laughs> you're finding hometown boy right there. Yeah, and I was like, I was telling myself, the only thing I was thinking walking to the cage, you lose this fight, you gotta send your family back to Ecuador. You win this fight, you have, you don't, you're not set for life. You got a year in the U.S. to figure it out and keep going, because. I had like four grand walking to that cage. Yeah. I was telling myself, this guy have to kill me. Like, there's no fucking turn around for me. I don't want to go back. Yeah. I don't want to be a loser and go back home. Like, what happened? Oh, I couldn't make it in the US. Huh? Yeah. Uh, can I work for you? Can I clean your house, bro? Yeah. Can uh, I be over here? Yeah. I doing just, laundry. There's yeah. no accepting that fucking going back. And it was a hell of a fight. Mm. I think that fight teach me a lot about like, yourself about life like what you can do when you need to do it wow that's why now that i i in a way have it all like not in values and stuff not in material shit but i just have it all i'm happy kids are good wife is good we live in cali we own a house so it's like i'm just i remember that and just to keep it strong the rest of my life like i just I think people get softer, cocky, or careless when they made it to some point. Mm -hmm. I keep the same mentality. Just my kids can learn that one day. Yeah. Because if they they won't remember that in 2017, they don't know my mind. They were babies. So I need to keep that mindset for them to learn mm. how to live like this when they're 15, 20. Because if I become a little soft bitch, they will see that. Yeah, mindset is so, it's so key with so many fighters, man. It's so interesting, especially in your life, man. Um, this will be my last question. Where did you meet your wife at? Fourth grade. Damn, boy. That's Fourth a little, grade. little creepy, boy. That's I fucking, know. That's early, papa. I know, I know. Damn. Who we, didn't, we didn't touch each other till 14, so it wasn't. Oh, that's a little bit more legal, but damn, boy. Fourth grade. <laughs> Yeah, we met we met early. We were in the we were in separate classrooms, mm -hmm. but she always told me like I like you since then. I'm like you should say something. I was ready back then, <laughs> but I, I, I was I was worried about other things back then. And did you go on a date or something? Is in like in Ecuador would you take a girl on? A, what was that kind of like? Fuck, uh, when when we were young, it was it was more like going to the movies or or just visit her at the house. Go for a walk or something. Yeah, or you know, I I was a troublemaker, so they wouldn't. Yeah. Her her mom wouldn't let. Peligroso, huh? Yeah, a lot. I, 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 they put me in jail twice for fighting in the street. Jesus so Christ. like, they don't. Every time she was around me, their mom was like, "Hey, be careful!" Like, like, would she get you for Valentine's bail money? Probably. <laughs> yeah, every time. Yeah. I'm sorry, I lose it all there. <laughs> yeah, like I was. Um, I said, thank God I found something that keep me disciplined because I only find ways to get in trouble growing up. Like wow. there was, got kicked out of high school. Just, just looking for turn something on fire. It was just, <laughs> it was just trouble over trouble over trouble, and there was no fucking stop on that. That's why. I'm You're happy. right where you need to be. I'm right where I need to be. Somebody, if 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 nobody will put me in a cage. <laughs> I'll be fucking, I don't know where I'll be, bro. Even my, all my friends, they're all dumb. They're all fucking, they, it's all fucking around. 
Oh yeah, yeah. We, we, we will fucking party since Wednesday. Yeah. I will show up to high school drunk. Yeah. It was just dumb shit. You were meant to be in a cage, kind of in a weird way, huh? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I know that. And I love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, man, you have a you have a beautiful life, man. It's been really interesting to get to know you. I, it's amazing. So many people really love you. Uh, you know, you're really beloved. It feels like in the sport, and um, I'm just grateful for your time, man. It's really inspiring to me where I'm Thank at in you, my brother. life right now. Just appreciate to, uh, you. To Thanks for that. having me, dude. I I've been following you for a long time. You're a funny cat. Well, thanks, man. I try my best, man. Uh, and I hope to get to check out your next fight, man. Um, I hopefully soon. Yeah. Best of luck, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me. You all. Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake And let myself all wind Shine that light on me I'll sit and tell you Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.